What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. I feel like I've been beating the head with a fucking stick. I wake up and I don't even know where I'm at. Episode 54 of Big Easy Bets is brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network, tngsportsnetwork.com. Uh, you can go check it out. Same thing. Blogs going out daily. Uh, go check out the Facebook page. Give it a like. Check out the Twitter page. So episode 54, and we have a returning guest, Justin, the Russian concussion mascaro. How are we, how are we doing? Great to be back. The <laughs> Prince of Persia. <laughs> All right. So football's back, full swing. How'd you, how'd you last week go? Obviously, you weren't. We didn't have you on the show, so you didn't give out any picks. But personally, how'd you do? Um, college honestly was, it was rough. It took me, and um, cause last year I, I had a lot of success, and you expected the same success this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, I put goddamn near everything I had on Iowa State, and <laughs> yeah, the Cyclones. That, that fucking Fuck the me. Cyclones. As huh? soon as I saw a Bear picked Iowa, State, you knew you were fucked. Yeah. I know, dude. I it's like watch it. every time I have a pick and then the Bears like big <laughs> on that pick, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think Bear works for the casinos over there. Yeah, no, he's, yeah he's, he's a dual agent for sure. Yeah, no, college football fucked everybody this week, um, at least us over here at Big Easy Bets. We're not going to lie to you. It was a really bad week, but it is what it is. Um, NFL was on – Quite the opposite. We had a very successful NFL week, so we'll recap. We'll recap that first, and then we'll do. Uh, we'll go over college, and then we'll give out our picks. Um, so yeah, we'll start with the Saints game. Saints were three and a half point favorites against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we've been hearing all off season about Tom Brady, about Rob Gronkowski, Bruce Arians is now he's going to implement his offense. He's got somebody under center who can handle it. This and that. No, no, Tom Brady's too old. Tom Brady's a bitch. Uh, Gronkowski should have stayed retired. Took a shot from uh, David Onyemana. It looked like he completely reconsidered his decision. Uh, I feel like the score didn't really indicate how close, I mean, how much of a blowout this game was. What? Do, how do y'all feel about that? Um, I don't know. On the one hand, like, the Saints defense looked really good. And then special teams played well, too, especially with recovering at kickoff. What was that? Why do you not let that ball go out of bounds? Well, they it was um a good a good call by our special teams coach. It but. was it was and it wasn't in my opinion. Like, is there some stipulation like whenever there's a penalty and you're on the fifty, like you can kick it out of bounds? No, it was a bad. It was kind of a bad kick, but what it did was it like made made them panic a little bit. Two guys run after the ball because yeah. the ball is live and anybody can recover. I it. couldn't so, believe they touched it, so nobody called for it. I was, I was like, ran as soon as we other. kicked it, I'm like, fuck. I was like, it's going to go out of bounds. We're going to get it at the 40. And dumbass is running, trying to basket catch it <laughs> over his shoulder. I'm like, okay. So, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, yeah, that was – dude, honestly, my biggest takeaway from it is um, that we had super conservative play calling, like really questionable play calling, and Sean Payton even acknowledged it. Like, No, I thought the said, same thing. He said, that's on me. I got to do better. Uh, we did terrible on third down, 5 of 15. Um and we still should have dropped 40 on them. Yeah. Think about that. We still should have dropped 40 points on them. And they have a really good defense. They have a yeah, really good no, defense. No, they do. Really and, yeah, you got to give the Buccaneers credit. And I, th- I definitely think they'll be back and brought to one of the better teams in the NFC See, once I, they figure things out on offense because their defense is just so strong. <laughs> but And you and you only expect them to figure things out. They They do have a lot of weapons. Gronkowski wasn't a big factor at all. For most of the no. game, O.J. Howard looked all right, though. He caught a touchdown. And uh, their wide receivers, Mike 
Mike Evans was held to zero yeah. catches before he caught that touchdown. That's what I said. Lattimore locks Mike Evans up. Locks him up. And he's a little bitch, too. Mike he Evans is. is a little bitch. All that all that extracurricular shit, and then they get uh, Lattimore for the push, but he he rips his helmet off, cut his face up, and they don't throw a flag on that. Yeah. How like it's not it should have been offsetting penalties in my opinion, but But I think the Saints defense is really good as well. So I mean what I that be- does play a factor in why I think the Buccaneers didn't look very good on yeah. offense. Um I think who do the Buccaneers play this week? Is it the Panthers? Panthers. Yeah, that's an interesting game. I think nine the Buccaneers nine point favorites, which is I don't know. I, I don't think the Panthers I, did look good in Week One, but I didn't. Um, I didn't pick it. Their um, defense didn't look that good against the Raiders team, but the Raiders' offense looked really good. Which that's who the Saints happen to be playing yeah, on Monday night. And we'll get into that. Um, yeah, no, I, that's an interesting game for me. I feel like we might be leaning opposite sides there. It sounds like you might. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. No, I know you didn't pick it, but I, I would venture to take Tampa if I had to pick. I mean, uh, Carolina if I had to take that one. To be honest. Yeah, and I would too, but um, that's the reason why I'm not betting it is because I I could see yeah, Tampa yeah. Bay rebounding this yeah. week and. No, I agree. Um, yeah, no, honestly, that was my biggest takeaway. Of the game was that the offense, um, especially because how well their defense played. Yeah, and then, um, expecting their offense to get on a little bit more of a roll. Yeah, the only reason I'm not Panthers taking it, defense. Only reason I'm not taking it is because I really don't believe that Teddy Bridgewater is. Uh, going to be able to light that defense up by any means you know what i'm saying like yeah and i don't know that carolina's defense is good enough to really hold them down yeah that's why that's yeah. what i'm thinking yeah so i'm staying away from that but but yeah the the fact that the i mean the play calling was so conservative all the three and outs five of 15 on third down and we still should have put 40 on them we still should have put 40 on them they got some I, the score did not indicate how one-sided this game was. It was 24-7 to seven at one point, I believe, after the pick six by Janoris Jenkins, which was fucking amazing. He the, looked so good, that game. No, Dude, I've been telling everybody. like He looked amazing. I had a lot of people saying our secondary is still not. I said, no, dude, our, this is going to be the best our secondary has been in the last decade. Like, easily. Easily. You got Malcolm Jenkins back there now, uh, kind of orchestrating everything. He, he made some solid plays. And then Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is going to be – like the X factor, that dude is going to be able to, he's going to be able to do it all. And then Janoris Jenkins, I mean, we saw what he did to Stefan Diggs in the uh, playoffs, lockdown Diggs. Yeah. Who the hell is Roach? I don't know, but he looked good. <laughs> dude, I pretty much know every player on the team, and I'm not going to lie, I didn't really know about him. Is that the yeah. lineman? Yeah. Yeah, the D, yeah. He's like the D tackle. He's a beast, dude. But I um, didn't know, I don't even know who he is, where he came from. No, yeah, me neither, and I'm pretty up to date on the uh, the roster for sure. But you know who also played good was Hendrickson in yeah. place of Marcus Davenport. He played lights out. Uh, Cam did what he does. Um, Demario Davis played really good. Uh, Marcus Williams with a pick, I got to give him credit there. Even though Marcus Williams is always that guy that gets the picks where it's like, where the fuck was that ball going? And he just happens to be right there. He, his pick six last year on Jameis, like overthrew his receiver by 30 yards. And then Shannon's texting. And I asked yeah. him, I was like, Shannon, where are you at? Like, I, dude, I was all for it. I was like, fuck yeah. I, I was pumped up. But I don't know. Going into Sunday, I was like, I, I had a good feeling. I really did. I made it my big easy bet. Like, that wasn't me just being a homer. I had a good feeling about that game. Go, last year, going into the playoffs, right when we got in the house, everybody was upset. But I'm like, I don't have a good feeling. Like, to be honest, I just, I didn't feel great about the game. Um. <clears throat> Drew fucking put a ball through a dime to Jared Cook on the money, which I don't know why he ran out of bounds. It looked like he could have kept going. Yeah. Um, but beautiful ball. Emmanuel Sanders got involved. And see, that that too, we we dropped what should have been 40 points, and Michael Thomas had three catches. So 
This is the the deep. I've been saying it for months. This is the deepest roster we've had, possibly ever. Um, and honestly, I I think we are the team to beat. Uh, you got fucking San Francisco losing to Arizona. Um, there was a scare that Kittle, my friend out in San Francisco, thought Kittle blew his knee out, but apparently it's just a knee sprain. So yeah, I saw that play. But uh, so yeah, they were they were pretty upset about that. But okay, so anyway, Saints minus three and a half. They were my big easy bet of the week. Easy money, never in doubt. We were both on them. Um, we'll go to the Thursday game. We both had Texans plus nine. Uh, the only thing that I took away from this game was that the Texans' offensive line is fucking terrible. Yeah, and the Chiefs' pass rush is pretty damn good. Yeah, they dialed up some really good blitzes. Um, and I mean that's really all there was to it. You you can't. It's hard to keep up with the Chiefs, so that's all there really yeah, was to it for me. And the thing is, is the Texans were able to beat the Chiefs last year in the regular season. And then they hung 24 and, uh, on them in the playoffs and blew it. Yeah, but in that regular season game, I think they dominated time of possession. They had the ball for 40 minutes yep. a season ago, but this um, this year it was like the exact opposite. And I don't quite understand why. I thought the Texans should have tried to run the ball a little bit more. I get – uh. You're a little bit worried about David Johnson's injury history. Yeah. But uh, you talk about it. He, he was had, looking good, though. Yeah, he he had 11 good. carries for 77 yards. That's averaging seven yards a carry. I mean, I think they could have leaned on him a little bit more. I know Duke Johnson left the game with an injury, so maybe that's why they were a little bit hesitant to run a ball. And then they got behind early. So, I mean, I don't know. I was big on the Texans. I picked them to win the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> not looking good right now, but uh, it's the perfect week for a rebound because they're going against another good team, uh, the Ravens, this week. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. Not going to bet on it. Perfect but, uh, week for a rebound. <laughs> well, if that? they can get a win, it's like all of a sudden my Super Bowl bet all of a sudden might yeah, not be. But if they go 0 and 2, then I mean, I mean, the percentage so, of the teams it, go 0. Oh, yeah, it it already looks over now. I'm saying we could, <laughs> we could bounce back. All right, so yeah, Texans plus nine, first Thursday game of the year, uh, didn't go our way. Um, but then we both, we were on the same fucking picks all throughout. Uh, I said last week that I felt really good about these picks, and I mean, it showed. Uh, Seahawks minus one and a half against the Falcons. I will say, Calvin Ridley looked fucking good. If he, yep. if he can be that good opposite of Julio Jones, the Falcons are going to be able to put up some points. Um, but the Seahawks, I think. I think Russell Wilson led the team in rushing yards with like 29, and they still put up like, I don't remember what the final score was, but 30 something, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Russell Wilson was super efficient. I think 31 for yeah. 35 in yeah. this game. Yeah, no, he was. And he had like, what, three or four touchdowns? Yeah, four touchdowns. Um, two to Chris Carson, I think. Mm -hmm. Chris Carson had a good day, and he clearly didn't run the ball for shit. Uh, but yeah, Seahawks minus one and a half. That was easy money. Patriots minus six and a half. I'd like to say it was easy, but it wasn't. I felt good about it going in. Um, I felt like Bill and Cam were going to make a statement. Uh, little late fucking Fitz magic interception in the end zone saved us for the cover. Um, I think he had three picks. It'll be fucking two a time in no time. So it, it'll be short lived there with Fitz magic. That's why I said I didn't see the shit like when he was with Tampa and he played us and they fucking lit it up and Fitz magic took over. He's wearing Deshaun Jackson's clothes and shit. Yeah, that that ship has sailed. Uh, so Patriots minus six and a half. That was a winner. <clears throat> uh, we had Cowboys minus three. We were big on the Cowboys minus three. Uh, it was Nick's big easy bet. I'll let you break this game down because I know this was uh, this one pretty much decided your fate on the weekend. <laughs> well, yeah, I was big on them. Um, look, the Rams got off to a really good start. They uh, caught the Cowboys defense, which 
I thought was going to be a very good defense off guard. They never really allowed the Cowboys pass rush to get involved in this game. And I think ultimately that's the biggest reason why uh, it didn't go the way I thought it would. Yeah. But, um, look, the Cowboys looked good. They were able to run the ball. If were, I, if uh, I, Dak did pretty well, yeah, no, I would say. Not to cut you off. If, I, if I'm a Cowboys fan – I'm still super encouraged. They're receivers, no, dude. and you should be because I think they're they're going <laughs> to figure some things out. Lamb made some plays. They have my, they probably have the best trio of receivers in the league. Yeah, and then you top three running back, and then Dak who plays pretty well. I think if you're a Cowboys fan, you're not really hanging your head too low. And Pollard looked good too. Yeah, no, he did. Backing up Zeke. Their offense is not going to be. The question mark. It's going to be the defense and losing Leighton Vander Esch is not not good. Yeah, obviously. and that's another and big thing too. that happened. And Jar- yeah, they did lose Jarwin yeah. to an ACL injury. Yeah, that's not good. Bring uh, Witten. but that that guy that came back in was uh Witten's with <laughs> no, John Gruden now. No, I know. Oh, Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> the reunion. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Witten was god awful in the. Yeah, booth. he replaced Gruden, but then they joined forces. After. They said you got to go back and play. Yeah. You, you're terrible. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, not really, didn't really go the way we wanted, but I feel like the biggest thing in question was why the fuck did Mike McCarthy's dumbass not take the field goal on fourth and three down three? Yeah, it was a close game and the Cowboys did have a chance to cover or tie the game two times in my opinion. One, they got down in the red zone and for some reason Ezekiel Elliott wasn't in the game on first and second down. They put him in on third down, uh, and then they, it was when they threw, um, I don't know exactly what happened on third down. They th- I know on fourth down they threw it to Lamb, yeah, and he a got yard short. Stopped. Yeah. yeah, that was a good tackle. But um, I mean, no. But, then next possession, yeah. And well, and then well, hold on. Before that, what is your thoughts on the call? Are you okay with it? Um, at the time, you know, I was like, it's it's a three point spread. They were down three, so a touchdown in that situation would make it a four point game. So I was like, I, I don't. Uh, strategically to win the football game, I didn't think it was a good call. But yeah. uh, for me and the betting situation I was in, I, I didn't mind it because uh, it's a gamble. See, I don't know because I felt like they were moving the ball. not ba- like I felt like they were moving pretty well at that point. So I feel like take the point. And they were getting some stops. I was like, take the points, get the ball back, and then go down and cover. At the very least, you push. Yeah, I mean, look, I thought it was about like it, fourth and three. If they're it's not playing and, for the spread. They're playing for no. Yeah, yeah, they're playing to, to win the game. I thought that they should have kicked a field goal, but I didn't mind that they went for it because I, fourth uh, and one or two, give it to. Zeke I thought they the had a, a chance to get it. Yeah, I don't know. Fourth and three. That's right out the edge of. That's right out of. Uh, and then if you're gonna do it, I hate that underneath shit. Like go past the go past the first down marker. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if they they were in shotgun. I wouldn't mind if they handed off to Zeke in that situation. Fourth yeah. and three. Like the box wasn't stacked by any yeah. means. I was watching. Uh, I would have put my money on Zeke in that situation. But yeah. He's your best player. He's one of the best running backs I've ever seen, to be honest. No, yeah, he's a stud. But all right, so then there was they had a second chance of getting into uh field goal range at the end of the game, you were saying? Yeah, that was bullshit call, dude. Uh offensive PI. It was very weak. Um Ramsey sold it. I think if it was a reviewable play, it quite possibly could have been overturned. Uh a lot of ex NFL officials who are now analysts on various networks, virtually all of them disagreed with the call. Uh and it, it it really blew the Cowboys' chance to, yeah. to win. I mean, at that point, it was like third and frickin' 20-something. They were at the 25, their own 25-yard line. So it was like Hail Mary time yeah. after that. Yeah, 100%. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It, it was your big easy bet, so that sucks. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would have liked to see him take the field goal there. But if you're a Cowboys fan, I, I can promise you this: I'm going to probably be betting on Cowboy on the Cowboys a good bit this year. Um, it's going to be hard to not not roll with them with that offense looking the way it is. And then which I got to see a little bit more out of the defense. But their D line's good. Their, their secondary's not bad. Their linebackers are still good, even without Van Der Esch. But with Van Der Esch, they might have the best linebacking core in the league. Um, but, yeah, so we didn't get a winner there. But then we closed it out on Monday with the Steelers minus 5.5 against the Giants. And um, it was close there for a little bit. But then Danny Jones, he decided to go ahead and uh, secure it for us. Um, I felt like Ben bit, Big Ben looked pretty good. And then, I mean, Juju looked good. James Conner's out with an ankle injury. That sucks for me in fantasy. But – going picking up uh Benny Snell he looked good yeah he looked really good yeah so other than that fumble Juju fucking jumps into the middle of like six Giants players and somehow comes up with it I was like oh thank god but yeah five and five I never really felt that one was super in doubt I don't know about y'all no I didn't uh the whole game it felt like the Steelers were in control I lost I lost fantasy by uh like one point and Evan Ingram got two catches. Yeah, I saw where he dropped one too, dude. Well, then he caught two like substantial catches, and both got called back for a penalty. Yeah, one wasn't on him. One was offensive pi. It was like the first drive. It was a ten yard catch, like for a first down, and he dropped it. I lose by one point. I, that happened. Joe Mixon fumbled. We lost. I got negative two there. It's fucking horseshit. Um, but yeah, so four and two on the weekend. Um, I hit my big easy bet. Nick did not, unfortunately. That brings us both to four and two overall. And then I'm one and zero big easy bets. He's zero and one. Uh, college was fucking atrocious. College was terrible. We started out good with Miami minus fourteen, and that was the only good thing for the rest of the weekend. Uh, we both were on Iowa State. It was Nick's big easy bet um, minus eleven and a half over UL. UL ends up winning outright by like I don't even know how much it was. It was double digits. Um, Levi Lewis, quarterback for UL, played pretty well. Nah. I'm not, yeah, I mean, uh, not even really, to look, be honest. All, look, UL, let's be Go honest. Ahead. Everybody that was like, oh, the dynamic threat of Levi Lewis is going <laughs> to be the different. Let, let's be honest. Levi Lewis made one good throw, and that was for a 70-yard touchdown. But It was a good throw. Um, look, Iowa State <laughs> didn't perform to what they're capable of doing, and that credit to a lot of sharp betters. That was one of the things that they were saying was that Iowa State has a history of starting off slow, and uh, they start off slow again. To me, I I, th- I really thought it was their year to compete in the Big Twelve, and it um, still could be. Yeah, now but UL's I doubt ranked it. Ranked in the top twenty-five. What the fuck is going? That's when you know we're in a pandemic. Yeah, I don't think I don't see it. I just see uh, Brock Purdy isn't as good as I thought he was. Uh, he's not as fast or as. as he doesn't escape the pass rush as well as I remember him I mean, his, doing his, it from last year. His ball just didn't just, look crisp. It, it, it wasn't on the yeah, money. A lot like, of questionable throws. Uh, There's a lot of drops, though. On the there, was, there was in the beginning. There was a good amount of drops. But then he threw one in the, like, triple coverage, and his receiver comes down with it. I'm like, Jesus, Christmas, Yeah, a dude. big thing here is uh, the play calling for Iowa <clears> State. <throat> I didn't think it was very good. I thought it was Super ultra conservative. conservative. Yes. You know, they got, to a, they got off to a lead, and they were, like, playing to they protect to the lead. Yeah. And it was like, no, There's dude, you got three stomp quarters the gas. left, jackass. There's three quarters left. Yeah, and they didn't do that. They, to me, they just played a little bit too conservative, and that's ultimately why uh, UL was able to win the game. Because let's be honest, they got two 
touchdowns off of special teams, one return for a punt return for a touchdown and a kickoff return for a touchdown. So, I mean, that played a big part in not only the score but the momentum of the game. Um, I don't know. I mean, look, if you had UL on the money line, to me, you kind of got – it was a good bet, but it was a lucky bet too because yeah, 14, UL's offense really didn't do all that 14 much. 14 special teams points. I mean, come on. Um, so, yeah, bad bad pick there. We got fucked. Um, I had Florida State minus 12.5 over Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech won outright. A lot of fucking big favorites did not even win. Um Florida State was up 10 nothing at halftime, if I remember correctly. I tried to block it out of my memory. Uh, but I will say Georgia Tech looked pretty solid. They just kept driving and then throwing interceptions. Asante Samuel Jr., god damn it, that motherfucker is fucking good. But I was so happy. He kept picking the quarterback off for Georgia Tech. I was like, okay, we're going in with a 10-point lead at halftime on a 12.5-point spread. I was feeling good. But Blackman, dude, Blackman just – is the same fucking quarterback as last year. He took no steps forward, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, when he f- that first drive, he came out and marched him down the field. He looked really Threw good. Threw a really nice back shoulder throw right. over the middle. Um, so I, I, that's when I was feeling good. I was like, okay, like, but just, dude, he holds on to the ball too long. His decision his awareness making, is lacking. Yeah, it, it, it resulted in a fumble toward the end of the game. I yep. think. He got sacked. He threw a pick on one right to the goddamn Georgia Tech defender. Like, I, I truly, I felt like they said he had been in the locker room. Like, I looked into it. They said he had been in the in the study film room nonstop. They said he was ready to go. He got named the starter kind of late because I got a new coach. He got named the starter, and they said he was all business. Like, all right, let's go. Let's get ready to go. Um, so they were expecting big things out of him. I remember watching him last year. He showed flashes. I was expecting him to be able to really put it together this year, which you could equate it to a slow start. It's a weird spring. It's a weird off season, all of that. I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day, but he looked like the same old fucking Blackman. So, I, I mean, he, he's a good, he's an athlete, but he didn't really fucking, I don't know. He, he didn't do that good under center in my opinion. And it, it cost him, um, the defense did well enough. Yeah, Georgia's tech defense was uh pretty good. Yeah, it was. And it and it normally is, but I don't know. I needed to see more out of James Blackman. Um, I think his first name's James. Uh but yeah, so minus twelve and a half, they lose outright. Not good. And then the game that pissed me off the fucking most of the weekend was Clemson minus thirty three. It was my big easy bet. Nick had him as well. Um coasting. Coasting to the finish line. And then it's like it's like halfway through the third quarter and they start pulling starters. So, and I knew it. I said it on the episode. I was like, this is the only thing I'm worried about. If they play their starters for pretty much even three and a half quarters, they're going to cover easily. And I think they were up 36 or 34 at one point. Yeah, they were up 34. And uh, then they pull, pull all the damn starters. And then the backup quarterback is like, I'm pretty sure he, he, he might be blind. Um, <laughs> and so throws a shitty-ass interception. Uh, Wake Forest just marches down the field. It was so frustrating. It's like you're watching a movie that you already know what's going to happen. Um, so minus 33, I don't know what they ended up winning by, probably like 28 or something like that. Um, so super, super frustrating. Terrible week in college. We're going to try to bounce back this week, but I'm going to be completely honest with you all. I don't love the card this week. I really don't. Um, I don't have a ton of picks. I got a hand, less than a handful of picks. So, 
We got SEC coming back next week, yeah, so that's something to look forward to. We're clinging on our own backyard. We're, we're treading back water. in our own backyard. Yeah, we're treading water. Um, so yeah, I went one and three. Nick went one and two. Brings our overall record to two and five. Nick to three and three. I am zero oh and two on the Big Easy bets. Nick is one and one. Collectively for college, we're two and four. Collectively for the NFL, we're four and two. So a uh, little different tune from last year, at least in the start. We're uh, looking solid in the NFL. And we're struggling in college a little bit, which was kind of the flip-flop of last year. But better to be struggling in one and not two. So, yeah. But, all right, so what do y'all want to start with, college or NFL? Uh, we can go with the NFL. Okay. Uh, probably the most difficult game to pick. Obviously, we always pick the Thursday game. So, you got Bengals at Browns. Browns are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I know who I'm taking. I don't feel great about it, but I'm super interested to hear who y'all are taking. So I don't know who wants to go first. Justin, you go first. All right. All right. <laughs> Lead it off. Well, I wasn't going to take this game, but you have as soon to. as you said, uh, yeah, have to. It's a requirement. I'm going to go with Browns minus six. Oh, you got it at six? Yeah, what'd you have? I got it at five and a half. Well, not six. <laughs> as of 30 minutes ago. Is it really? Yeah. Well, it depends. Yeah. Not, you're yeah. And so, yeah. But uh, five and a half, six. But I'm starting thing. to feel a little bit better about it. I think I think the Browns bounce back. <clears throat> I mean, I know Odell's probably in Baker's ear, probably bitching that he's not getting the ball. Baker oh. came out today and said, I can't force Odell the ball. I just got to be. Did he say that? Yeah. He said, I just have to let it happen. He so. ta- he targeted him 10 times. Yeah. He targeted him more than any other receiver. So um, I feel I feel good about that. No, yeah, it's still at five and a half, by the way. No, oh, all right. Well, five and a half. <laughs> Browns minus five and a half. <laughs> um, all right, so you're going with the Browns minus five and a half. Um, what about you? I've got I've got reasoning on my pick. Like, I've got. I kind of dove into it a little bit. So, look, I mean, you look at these teams, what were they able to do a week ago? Uh, Bengals offense struggled. The playing against the a really good playing against a really good uh, Chargers defense, though. Um, but yep. the Bengals defense didn't look terrible. I mean, look, they only they held the Chargers under 20 points. It was 16-3. to three. Um, Yeah, but you got Tyrod The Browns, Taylor. though, did have a little bit of uh, success running the ball with – um, what's this guy's name? Um, Kareem Hunt. And Nick Kareem Chubb. Hunt. That's a good. Ran good way point. better than Nick Chubb, but um, I wouldn't say way better. Yeah, I don't know. He <laughs> led the team in rushing. He did, but I got it right here. Kareem Hunt was thirteen for seventy-two yards. Uh, Nick Chubb was ten for sixty. So he averaged yeah. more yards per carry. Yeah. Put some respect on Nick Chubb's name. Um. Anyways, <laughs> back to what I was saying. Um. <laughs> Look, I could see this game going where look, look, the Browns need need to win. You know, they had high hopes coming in last season. Um, and then they sucked again th- on their first game this year. So uh, if they are able to establish the run, I think that that would be big. But I'm not so sure that they're going to be able to. I think the Bengals' defense is pretty good. Um, and I just can't come – I think that the Browns are going to win this game, but I'm not sure it's going to be by five and a half or six points. Yeah. I think that it's going to be more like of a, a three or four point game. And uh, I think that Joe Burrow is, is good enough and takes care of the ball well enough, unlike Baker Mayfield. Uh, and I think that the Brown, uh, the Bengals are able to keep this one close. So I'm <laughs> going with the Bengals plus five and a half. Interesting. Um yeah, so I this is a really tough one to pick. It really is. Obviously, my heart wants to bet Joe Burrow, um, 
but my gut's telling me Browns minus five and a half. Obviously, both of these teams are 0-1. Uh, the Bengals should have won last week. They missed a field goal to tie. Before that, they got an offensive pass interference on a uh, push-off by A.J. Green, which negated a game-winning touchdown. And you got to think, they had a field goal to tie. They had a pick and a lost fumble by Joe Mixon. So, And there was no turnovers by uh, the Chargers. So they lost a turnover battle by two, and they still were right there. They still very easily could have won yeah, this game. Yeah, it was game. a real boneheaded decision by Burrow. I honestly didn't even see it. I didn't even see the Yeah, the well, pick. he was rolling out to the left, and he tried to do one of those Drew Brees flips. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the, the shovel forward, pass? Yeah, shovel yeah. pass forward, but it was obviously covered in uh, Ingram. So Melvin it wasn't Ingram like was a able. bad read downfield or anything? No, it was a bad decision, it. It a though. Decision, like yeah. Trying to improvise when he shouldn't, and he should have just thrown the ball away or tried to scramble. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, the Browns obviously got the shit kicked out of them by Baltimore. They lost 38-6. to a uh, big thing that stood out was they were 3 of 12 on third down and 0 of 3 on fourth down. <clears throat> Ravens were 5 of 6 in the red zone. So, I mean, pretty much domination. Um, the Bengals were 6 of 14 on third down, but they struggled to stop the run. Uh, Eckler, 19 carries for 84 yards. Josh Kelly had 12 carries for 60 yards and a touchdown. And then, like you said, the Browns, with their success on the ground, uh, like as I was saying, Kareem Hunt, 13 for 72 yards, five and a half yards of carry, and then Nick Chubb, 10 for 60, six yards of carry. <sighs> so everything I said right there, other than that very final part, like you can see, I was clearly leaning Bengals, but honestly, I think the Browns are going to establish the run. Um, I think we still might see a little, some growing pains from Joe Burrow, Uh I mean, he's got weapons on the offense. Browns' defense, though. Is like I know very terrible, not very good at all. I know, but so I could see. That's why I'm really not betting the Browns is because in order to be able to run the football, you have to have a good defense. Yeah, yeah. And if you're down, you're not going to be able to run it as much. You got to be a little bit worried. Joe Burrow looked <clears throat> fairly good, especially late in the ball game when they got in a two minute drill and really had to score. He drove him down the field. And through the game when a touchdown that was called back by oh, yeah, that's the offensive he, PI. AJ Green said he did not look like a rookie. Like that's what he said. He said it was a So a he led his team. Me. I mean, dude, to me, if you ask me who who would you rather bet on Baker Mayfield or Joe Burrow in this situation, to me I'm going with Joe Burrow just because Baker Mayfield's proven to make crucial mistakes when it when it comes down to it, you know? He is, but I just feel like the run, I feel like establishing the run is going to be the difference in here, and then it's going to open up play action for Odell downfield. Um, Austin Hooper at tight end. They lost David Njoku, which looking like potentially for the year. Um, I mean, my 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 heart is telling me go with the Bengals plus five and a half, but my gut's telling me Browns minus five and a half. I think I got to roll with it. Then you are as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Five, my, all right. So, dude, I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to roll with Joe Burrow, but. I do um, like Burrow way better than than Baker, but as a person, <laughs> both, yeah, person and player. Yeah, no, I think, dude, I think Burrow's going to be really good. He showed some fucking wheels. I'll tell you that he was he was zooming on that twenty three yard. No, dude, that's run. a very good uh, Los Angeles Chargers defense. No, yeah, they got two of the best edge rushers, like far in the better than the bank, than the uh, Browns yeah. defense. So, I mean, I really think that he's going to be able to open it up a little bit more, and we're going to see a lot of what we saw in the last. Two minutes I also of that feel game. Like, I also feel like if they lose to Joe Burrow and the Bengals, somebody's getting traded. Yeah, no, it's a must win for the Browns, but um, somebody will get traded. I think this game's going to be a lot closer than than what the spread indicates. 
Yeah, and you very well could be right. Like I said, this is a tough one to pick. I struggle with like this one. When you have a quarterback that can really <laughs> – Joe, before Joe Burrow was a Heisman Trophy winner, he was a guy that came in and managed a game. And he, he managed the first game well other than throwing that interception, but then he, he rebounded and drove his team down and threw the game, went and touched on that, got called back. But yeah. I don't know. I think that having Joe Burrow at quarterback and then – a decent defense, I, I think that they'll be able to uh, keep this one close against the Browns. That's just me. Yeah, no, I, I mean, as I'm saying, I, it, it's a tough one to pick. I could definitely see it going either way. Um, all right, another one that I have, you got the Packers versus the Lions. Uh, I'm pretty sure this one's in Detroit. Lions plus six underdogs. I'm going to go with the Packers here, minus six. I think this is the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour. Uh, put up 30. He was 32 of 44, 364 yards and four touchdowns. And fucking Devontae Adams on 17 targets had 14 receptions, 156 yards and two touchdowns. Absolutely lit it up. Uh, Green Bay was 6 of 11 on third down. They averaged 8.3 yards per play. Uh, Rodgers didn't get sacked once. They dominated the time of possession, 41 minutes to 18 minutes. So it was it was all Green Bay versus the division rival uh, Vikings. But Stafford didn't play terrible. I mean, he didn't play great, though. 24 of 42, 297 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Um, Adrian Peterson turning back the clock, showing he still got it. 14 carries for 93 yards. And the Lions should have won this game. I don't know if you saw it down uh, yeah, I saw it. DeAndre Swift just fucking dropped it. Um, and they have weapons, too. Marvin Jones, Amendola. I like TJ Hawkinson. But, I mean, the difference in that game for them really was that one turnover, if you really break it down. Um, but I just feel like Rodgers has proven a point. Rodgers lit it the fuck up. He really did. So, I'm taking Packers minus six. I don't know about y'all. I'm not betting that one. No. I did not bet that one either. No. Good. I don't want y'all on it. I mean, I think it's a good <laughs> bet. Um I didn't love a lot of games this week. I'm not gonna lie, but I don't know. It's it's a tricky. It's tricky because of the Lions really should have beat the Bears. They, they should have, yeah. But neither played good. Yeah, Trubisky just took care of the ball, mm-hmm. but he didn't light it up. No, like, he he wasn't playing very good at all. He threw three touchdowns, no picks, but he had a lot of incompletions. Like he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't going nuts by any means. But I think Matt Patricia. And then I think the, not a very good coach. Uh, the Packers were underdogs against the Vikings, two and a half points, I think. Yeah. Um, and they came out and they really took it to them from the start, basically. Now, it, well, it kind of started slow a little bit, yeah, but yeah, then they got they really opened it they up. They got stopped on fourth down at the goal line. Yeah. Um, but then like after that, dude, it was like forty seconds. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Rodgers really did. He looked like his old self, and he. He was throwing the ball very and well. That's what I said after they drafted Jordan Love. I think he's going to come out at least this season. He's going to try to prove like, all right, that was a stupid pick. So not necessarily a stupid pick, but we should have got me another weapon type of thing. Yeah, but yeah. So I'm going Packers minus six there. All right, give me another one, Justin. Um, <clears throat> I like the Giants and Bears under at forty two and a half. Really? Yeah. Really. Forty two and a half. That's pretty low. Yeah. I mean, neither team's good on offense, so don't get me wrong. Um, I don't know, dude. I just don't love betting over unders. I really don't. I, really I don't, don't either. But that one just no, yeah. If it stuck, stuck out, if it stuck out to you for sure, I don't know how you feel about that, Nick. Don't. Um. Yeah, I mean, it could go under, but <laughs> I don't know. Forty-two is a, is not a lot of points. You know, you look at a game of twenty-one, twenty-one. It could go into overtime, and then you know you're going to lose. No, yeah, but, I mean, we did see they fucking – the Giants couldn't do much of anything. Saquon didn't do much of anything. Jones turned the ball over. They didn't go to Evan Ingram for shit. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, 
Uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't I don't really go anywhere near over unders. I just I don't know why really. I, and actually, I say that I do have an over under in college. But I mean, do you think that the uh, look, <coughs> the how many points did the Giants score on Monday night? Sixteen. The Giants. Yeah, something like sixteen. Yeah, I believe it was so. twenty six to sixteen. Yeah. I think the final score. And that's against a really good defense. Bears have a not as good a defense as Pittsburgh. Yeah, but, they um, lost some players. But, yeah, but um, still, but still a solid defense, and they're not good on offense. So I, if I had, I, I couldn't say that I couldn't justify the over more than the under. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, no, I don't, I don't have a problem with that pick. Um, but all right, who are you taking? I only have one other, other than my Thursday night football. It's going to be my big easy bet. I'm going with the Rams minus one and a half points against the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Look, the Rams that really surprised me. That line didn't look fishy to you? It looks like a trap, but it looks too it good does. to be true as well. It does. Um, but, look, <clears throat> the Rams were really good a few seasons ago, right? And they looked like their old self against the Cowboys. Not quite as good down the stretch uh, to really, like, open the game up, which I was kind of glad because the Cowboys had a chance to cover in the end, ended up not covering. But... um. I really do. I do think, look, the Eagles were up by 17 against the Washington mm-hmm. football team. The Redskins. Yeah. Yes. So previously known as the Redskins. Forever um, known as the Redskins in this household. But, I mean, dude, they blew that lead and they lost <laughs> the game. The Rams look like one of the better teams uh, in week one, if you ask me, able to beat a really good Cowboys team. Uh, their their pass rush is really good. Their uh, their Play calling is very, very good. I mean, dude, I think that the Rams are going to be able to beat the Eagles pretty, pretty easily. Yeah. Can we talk about fucking Washington's pass rush? Like, really fucking good. How many sacks did it get? I think eight. Damn. <laughs> like, really fucking good. It was pretty incredible. But how and, did, um, they got Chase Young. Yeah. How did Chase Young do? Um, let's see. I know he got one sack. Yeah. I don't know what he. I know he at least got one. Yeah, he they gave him they credited him with one and a half. They had eight total. Yeah, dude. I mean, they really did. They they have a really good, a promising uh, D line for sure. But Justin, I see you're taking the Eagles there. So why don't you uh, make yeah, your pitch? I'm, on actually, <laughs> I'm actually taking the Eagles plus one and a half. So why do you feel? Why do you disagree with Nick? I dude, I stayed away from that. That line just it, it screams trap game. Yeah, I mean, I've never. <laughs> been a huge fan of the Rams. I think they're – I'm not going to say they're overrated because they definitely are good, but – I mean, I felt like they were a little overrated. That's why I was big on the Cowboys. I, yeah. I wasn't – but they did play well. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I could see I, I could see it both ways. That's why I'm staying the fuck away from it. I could see Wentz coming back and, I mean, trying to make a statement. And, like, I mean, if they lose this game, then – I already saw videos, actually, of people in Philly burning, burning their jerseys. Yeah, and yeah. they should because I think they're gonna lose again. <laughs> I'm pretty damn sure of it. Like this is the Ram. This is a lot like the Rams team that we saw that was one of the best teams in the league that made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, that shouldn't have been in the Super Bowl, but uh, they they ended up getting there somehow. Yeah. Right. Um, I got I got another one that I want to I want to hear y'all's thoughts on the Jaguars and Titans. Titans are nine point favorites. Where are y'all at with that? Jaguars plus nine. That's where I'm leaning heavily, but I don't know if I want to lock it in. Dude, Minshew was 19 to 20. I mean, granted, he only had 103 uh, passing yards, but he had three touchdowns. I mean, that's game manager right there. But Tennessee didn't, dude, they didn't look fucking incredible by any means. 
Tannehill made some dumbass throws. Is uh, Goskowski still on the team today? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. That, that plays a big factor in this game. You don't cut the game-winning kicker. You don't. So, I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm – that I was looking at that one for sure. I, 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 if I'm picking that one, I'm taking the Jags plus nine. Why are you on them? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's just way too many points for the Titans. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, their defense is still not bad. Like, it's not like they – I, w- I would say that they're an average to an above average defense. Like, I don't think they're bottom of the league caliber of a defense, but I don't know. I, where where are you at on it? Oh, man, I'm not betting it. No, I know, but if you had to. I don't know. It's like, um, was it real? You know, the the Jaguars came out and they shocked whoever they played. Who did they play? The Colts. The Colts, and they beat the Colts. I stayed away from it, but I was even looking at it. I, you, I was like, why? I was saying I, I might take the Colts. I stayed I away took from Colts it though. Twenty line last week. Did you really? Yeah, I stayed away from it. But if I was going to take somebody, I would have took the Colts. I wasn't expecting them to lose. Yeah, I mean Marlon Mack did tear his Achilles, which was <clears throat> kind of a big deal. But uh, your boy Hines had a few touchdowns himself. Didn't he get hurt too? I think at one point, yeah. I, mean, I could be wrong on that. Because Taylor had like fifteen carries. Yeah. He did, he did well. Yeah, uh, Hines had at least two touchdowns. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, I could be wrong on him getting hurt. But, yeah, no, I mean, that's good news for Jonathan Taylor owners in uh, fantasy. Um, but, yeah, I, w- I wasn't expecting them to lose. Phillip Rivers does what he always fucking does, though. That's what I've been saying. I've been screaming it. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at on that. I don't know that I want to lock it in. Obviously, you are. You got it written down. Got it written down. But, um, let's see. All right, so you're on Jags plus nine. So you only, you really only have the two NFL picks. Yeah, Jesus, unbelievable, dude. The Rams, the Rams are gonna win the game. Damn game. <laughs> if the if the uh, football team can beat the Eagles, I wouldn't be surprised if they won. I'm just going off the fact that like they just lost to the Redskins, so they're just a little. A little pissed off. Yeah, it's just how do you that. bounce back from that, though? Yeah. You're up 17 against what is considered one of the not very good teams in yeah, the league. Yeah, arguably the worst. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm staying the fuck away from that. Uh, my last pick for NFL is Saints minus six and a half. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Josh Jacobs is pretty much the reason why the Raiders did his, did so good, in my opinion. I think he had he – had, uh, I thought I had it written down. I don't. It was like 93 or 94 rushing yards, three touchdowns. So – I mean, he looked really good, but the Saints stopped the run. Uh, Derek Carr is going to be forced to throw, and our secondary is going to go nuts back there. I don't, I'm not worried about Waller. Jenkins does well enough on the tight ends. Actually, does very well on the tight ends. Um, and then we got Gardner Johnson. I think the Saints are going to neutralize the run, force Carr to throw. Saints minus six and a half. Um, hmm. I'll lock it in as my big easy bet. I was undecided on college. I mean, on NFL. Not going to lie. Yeah, I think that's a good bet. I mean, um, I'm telling you, Saints are fucking the best team in the league, man. I've been saying it for for ever now. Deepest roster we've had probably ever. So I'm rolling with the Saints probably every single week. This is going to be like LSU last year. If you bet LSU every week, you made a lot of money. That's going to be the Saints this year. Yeah, I really think that. That I mean, dude, it's Super Bowl or fucking bust. I'm so. I was waiting. Everybody's on Facebook. Like, oh, I'm not watching. I was waiting to say anything. And as soon as we won, I was like, fuck all of y'all. I was like, make sure you keep not watching. As fucking Janoris Jenkins is high-stepping down the sideline, pick-sixing pick 
tongue kissing Tom Brady, fucking absolutely slaughtered them, dude. The Saints are the best team in the league. Best team in the league by far. Who's better? Kansas City's pretty good. Not better than the Saints. I don't know. <laughs> they have the they for sure have the best offense I've ever seen football. Eh. Undoubtedly. Eh. They're unstoppable. Ever? <laughs> yeah. Greater than the greatest show on turf? Greater than anything there's ever been. Eh. Not until we fucking break Tyreek Hill's Dude. leg. Clyde Edwards. No, yeah. I was I was happy about that, even though I lost in fantasy. I got Clyde. So but yeah, okay. Regardless, I'm going Saints minus six and a half. Are you? Yeah, that was actually my big easy bet. I like it. Uh, I probably only bet the Saints maybe twice last year, but I'm I'm saying fuck it this year. <laughs> I'll probably take them every week. We'll never have Drew again. Hey, easy. We <laughs> might. It's not set in stone. I think we signed him to a two year deal. Let's not write him off yet. But, right, well, but I'm taking him every week. Don't put that bad energy out there, dude. If he wants to come back, he can come back. Um, all right, who else you got? Uh, I got Seahawks minus four too. Who are they playing? Because I, I remember Patriots, Patriots on Sunday night. Yeah, God damn, dude, that one's tough for me. I stayed away from that too. I love the Seahawks. It's no secret. I fucking love Russell Wilson. Um, I, I would venture to say Russell Wilson's best quarterback in the league. Been saying it. Yeah. Um, he's good. He's definitely in the conversation. <laughs> you're but big. Pat Mahomes. Uh, I thought you were a big Texans guy. Now you're a fucking Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs super fan. Dude, what they did? They the beat Texans. your team. Now you're flip flopping. <laughs> No, oh dude, that God. pass rush is something serious. And if I think they just dialed up really good timed blitzes. No, I think so too. But the offense was like, it was like, will they ever be able to get them to not convert a third down? It was like, I know. I gave, hey, I gave out that prediction article on the same. You got to run the football against the, the the Chiefs if you want to have a chance to win. You got to yeah. win the time of possession if you want a chance at all. Yeah. The Forty uh, ers were doing it for most of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And it was, they were up by 10. They won enough points. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And they end up losing by 10. Yeah, well. Crazy. Patrick I mean, Mahomes might realize that he's too rich now that he just quits and he doesn't play. Well, he got Sammy Watkins going off. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. I, I, the Seahawks-Patriots game, dude, that one's tough for me too because, I mean, they didn't dominate on the run against Atlanta and – New England's got a really tough defense. Um, they they ran the ball very good. Who New England? Yeah. Especially with Cam Newton. Cam's like I'm taking care of my body. I'm re-changing the way I play. And then I look, I fucking turn on the TV. He's diving in the end zone, getting fucking smashed in the yeah. corner. I'm like, okay, it's fucking same old Cam. Two rushing touchdowns in the first he ran half. Ran it like, fifteen times. Yeah. Okay. Not, Eleven. Bill's like fuck it. I'm getting them. I'm getting everything out of him. Thirteen of them were designed runs, I think. Yeah. So. I'd like to see how many design runs he's had in one game in his career. I'd venture I mean, to dude, say that's you look at it. There. I mean, I think if it, if I were Cam Newton and if, if I was a coach for team quarterback by Cam Newton, I'd be running him too. Yeah, yeah, no, he's 100%. gigantic. Yeah, he's and he can move. Hundred percent. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's not the right way to play. I'm just saying for Cam, he's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna take care of my body now, and I'm no, gonna he be better really lucky. He's got a job. He better do what he's yeah. told he's like to do. He's like a mobile Ben Roethlisberger. In theory, yeah. Yeah, Ben's, but bigger. Yeah, he is a little yeah. bit bigger, but Ben's fucking big, too. Um, yeah, but, like, they're different They don't big. call him small Ben. I mean. Yeah, they're different types of big. <laughs> no, yeah, Ben's, Ben's kind of like big. <laughs> oh, he's kind of on the fatter big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, that's your that's all your picks, right? Yep. All right. So, to recap, um, let's see. I'm going to stay away from the Jags. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stay away. Um, 
Saints minus six and a half for me. That's my big easy bet of the week. Packers minus six. And then Thursday night, we're going with the Browns minus five and a half. I don't love betting against Joe Burrow, but it is what it is. So go ahead and recap yours real quick. Then we'll let recap, um, Nick recap. At Saints minus six and a half. Browns minus five and a half. Giants and Bears under 42 and a half. Jaguars plus nine. Eagles plus one and a half. And Seahawks minus four. I like it. Kind of. Don't love it. You got two. On Thursday night, I'm going with the Bengals plus five and a half. And your big easy bet of the week is on Sunday at noon. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this bet. I'm putting big money on it. Um, <laughs> it's the Rams minus one and a half. They're gonna win this thing by double digits. I'm sure of it. Okay. <laughs> I I hope you're right for the podcast. Justin hopes you're wrong. Um, all right, college football week three. Um, I'm gonna get right into it. First game I'm taking is actually probably the latest game on the schedule. Number 17, Miami at number 18, Louisville. Louisville's two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I'm going to go with the Hurricanes. I'm going to ride them again two weeks in a row. Plus two-and-a-half. I don't love it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Miami dominated on the ground. Cameron Harris had 17 rushes for 134 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, oh, their running backs look good. No, they, they really did. They dominated on the ground. Uh, the defense looked stout enough. Uh, they didn't look spectacular at par- at moments, but – they look good enough. Uh, best player on the field is obviously going to be Derek King. <clears throat> Louisville, I think, played Western Kentucky. Uh, they had a 21-point second quarter, which really kind of pulled away for them there. But th- first, third, and fourth quarter, it was – I mean, obviously, it, you can say it was a close game. But that 21-point second quarter is really what sealed the deal for them. But I felt like Western Kentucky played better than a lot of people thought they would. Um, so I'm going to take Miami plus two and a half with Manny Diaz, and I'm also going to take the under 64 and a half. I feel like there's going to be a lot of running, good defense, decent defense on both sides. Um, and I mean Miami, like we said, dominating on the ground. Derrick King's not that great throwing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're going under 60. Under 64 and a half. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Yeah, it is on the one hand, but both teams have capable quarterbacks. I think. To yeah, score. But, yeah, but I was watching Derrick King, and he did not light it up throwing the ball no. down the field. No, he uh, didn't, but... Um, he is electric, don't get me wrong, but, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's too many points. And that's what I'm saying. I don't normally go over-under ever. So yeah. I'm gonna Stuck go, out to you. Yeah, I'm going to go under 64.5, Miami plus 2.5. Is this one of your games? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You taking the Cardinals? Uh, dude, this was a hard game to bet. It is. I'm hey, betting yeah. it because it's the most significant game of yeah. the week. Yeah, um, I want to preface all of this or, or recap all of this with the fact that I don't love – I love one of these picks. I, other than that, and to be – I have three picks. I, I, I like one. I don't like the other two. So. Yeah, so look, um, I think Louisville is a better team, but I'm having a hard time betting against Derrick King. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I think, like, he's – He's a good thing for college football, and then if you look at uh, the ACC and what what is what it's made of, mm-hmm. I think the M- Miami Hurricanes could make a little bit noise over there. No, I don't think they can beat Clemson by any means, but certainly maybe be maybe become the second best team in this conference. But um, look, I think Miami's going to clean up some of the sloppy play from a week ago. Uh, I think that De'Aaron King's obviously going to convert some third downs with his mm-hmm. legs. And that's going to be the ultimate uh, difference maker in this game. Um, it's hard for me to bet against Louisville because their quarterback is really good. But um, and Miami's defense did play kind of shaky last week. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They played okay enough. Like, 
And who who was it? UAB. It's not like UAB was a top fucking powerhouse team by yeah, any but means. their defense was yeah. known to be pretty damn good. And the Hurricanes got nearly three hundred yards rushing against yeah. them. So I, I just think taking all that in consideration, you got a big time difference maker in De'Ara King on on one of these teams, and um, I think that that's going to be the difference. Even though I do think Louisville's the more complete team, mm-hmm. offensive and defensively, but I think that. When it comes down to it, like the plays that De'Eric King's going to make is going to be somewhat demoralizing for the Louisville defense, and it's going to end up play, having a toll on this game. I think that the Hurricanes do have a real shot at winning this game as underdogs. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm definitely taking the two and a half, and I'm probably – obviously all of our picks are against the spread, but I'd definitely consider sprinkling some on the money line here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just going to pick the spread because you never know. Yeah. What could happen, and it yeah. sucks to lose by like a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no, no doubt. But yeah, no. So we're both in agreement there. What about you, Justin? You picked this one, or you stayed away? I from did it? not pick that one. No. no. Okay. So give me, give me your first college pick then. Uh, first pick is going to be Appalachian State minus four. Appalachian over Marshall. State. See, Marshall looked good week one. I don't remember who they played. I'm sure it wasn't anybody good, but remember we were talking about it. They were fucking. They weren't sore. expected to do what they did. They were slaying week the rock. One. They are good. They but was, I think Appalachian State will pick up where they left off. See, I was looking at this game. Year. Yeah. <clears throat> see, the the thing is that I wonder I had I didn't look into this game that close, but I wonder why UL is a preseason fa- favorite to win the Sun Belt and yeah, not Appalachian yeah, State. Appalachian, Appalachian State still so has their quarterback, Zach Thomas, I think is his mm-hmm. name, something yeah. like that. Um But they must have lost some players on defense yeah. or something because so you got to be a little bit worried about that if that's in case. That's what I'm thinking. I didn't mm-hmm. look into it. but And then again, I would have wanted to watch that Marshall game from mm-hmm. a week ago where Marshall put up 60 points or something like that to yeah. really see if it was the defense that was that bad or if the offense was really – if the quarterback's accurate enough to to put up good numbers against Appalachian State. And that's what I, that's what I would fear, and that's why I'm not betting Marshall. But, yeah, I do think Appalachian State's quarterback uh, – guy that can run on third down and uh, make plays. I mean, we've seen him do it to UL. Yeah. When we oh, were yeah. on UL two yep. times last year. UL stays fucking us. They do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's why I'm staying away from this one. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I didn't look into it too much, and so I don't really have much of an opinion on it, but I like that you're not – I mean, it's good that there's diversity in the picks. Not everybody on the same thing. Um. All right. My big easy bet of the week for college, um, for college football is going to be Duke minus five over Boston College. Uh, they're I'm pretty sure on the road against Boston College. Uh, Chase Bryce is the starter now. They played last week against Notre Dame. Obviously, they lost to Notre Dame, but he didn't look bad. He looked decent enough. Um, Duke's ten and two in home openers over Dave, uh, under David Cutcliffe. Uh, Boston College hadn't played a game yet. Uh, fingers crossed that they were doing no contact. Um, practice so but they have a new head coach and jeff uh laffley laffley don't know how you pronounce it but i know he came from ohio state i want to say he was the d coordinator over there um i mean with the jacked up spring like they haven't really had time to get into the facilities and all of that i expect them to struggle week one um the game's 100 percent going to be decided in the trenches duke has a really good d line but boston college has two preseason all americans on the o-line and zion johnson and ben uh patrulla and then they also have two other guys who were uh had got all ACC honors last year. All four of them were all AC, all ACC offensive linemen. So that worries me a little bit, but 
I think Chase Bryce, I mean, he only got named the starter. I think they said it was like eight days before the season started. So now they said, uh, Cutcliffe said he's really coming into his own, accepting the the role as the leader of the team. And they didn't look terrible against Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame kind of let a lot of people down. Um, but I credit that to Duke. Duke Duke's always, they're a good coach team. I really like uh, David Cutcliffe. Uh, so I'm going with Duke minus five, big easy bet. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. Did you look at this one? Not really, but uh, I know about Duke because I watched their game last week. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't look terrible against Notre Dame, who was projected to beat them by more, I think, than they actually beat them. You're always always low on Notre Dame, though. Yeah, I am because – and I I don't think they have a shot at all at beating Clemson this year. No. But a lot of people are saying that they're going to contend for, for the ACC title. There's no shot. They don't have a shot in hell. Yeah. Clemson's oh, yeah. the real deal. Yeah, they are, 100%. Unless uh, they I take think Trevor they're better Lawrence than out. last year. Unless they take Trevor Lawrence out. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not, yeah, definitely not. I don't think that they have a chance to beat Clemson. But that brings me to, brings me to my third. But Boston College, A.J. Dillon's gone. He is gone. Yeah, no. Um, and he's going to be, I think he's going to be solid in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, last year, Boston College was twenty point favorites against Kansas, and they lost it. They lost mm-hmm. the game. Uh, that's probably why their coach got fired. But um, yeah, no, I do think that you do have a good point. Um, I'm kind of high on teams that have already played a game, and then I'm low on teams that have first year yeah. head coaches and new systems in place. Uh, what I've seen in the first two weeks of college football is just a lot of teams that have new head coaches and like new players they they've struggled. Yeah. So I mean that is a good point. Um the offensive linemen that you talked about that scares me a little bit because mm-hmm. you, you got to be worried about them running the ball and keeping the ball away from Duke, but um Duke's favored by 5. 5. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would bet that one, but I didn't really look into it all that much. Yeah. Well, I'm rolling with it. And I do like Duke a lot. Yeah. No. If I, I were to pick that game, I would take Duke. Yeah, no, I'm always big on Duke. But yeah, like you said, uh, they look decent against Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame has no shot of beating Clemson. That brings them to my third pick, Notre Dame minus 26 over USF. I'm rolling with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick hates Notre Dame. He really does. Nick's always hated Notre Dame. You hated him when they played Georgia, too, and I didn't. And they, yeah, and they, they shouldn't have covered that they game. Did, they played so bad. It was unreal. <laughs> but they did. Uh, no, yeah, I think Notre Dame – I mean – I don't mind Ian Book. A lot of people hate Ian Book. No, I think he's good. I just I, I don't. Yeah, I think he's really good. I, I I really a lot of people shit on him though, but I I don't I don't mind him. Um, USF is another team that I'm pretty sure has not played a game. Notre Dame still a top ten team. I'm going Notre Dame with the points. Honestly, I was struggling to find games I liked this week. I really did. Duke was obviously the one that I felt the best about minus five. Um, clearly my lock of the week. Um, but yeah, that's all I got this week though. I got four. Four picks. Notre Dame's how many points of favorite? Twenty six. Oh, that could be a good bet because you know they were twenty and a half or twenty point favorites this past week against Duke. They got off to a slow start, but they really looked like toward the end of the game that they could have beaten Duke pretty handedly if yeah. if they would have been playing as good as they were capable of. Um, so I mean, do do we think that Notre Dame doesn't cover two times in a row? I don't know. Because uh, a lot of people were high on Notre Dame last week and they didn't cover for them. It could it could be a good bet this week because uh, they'll probably cover, I think, if they didn't cover. I like that they didn't cover last week, which Me too. is kind of weird. Me too. No, yeah, I do too. But it's because of how good they look toward the end of the game. 
Yeah. And I, I don't need y'all's approval at all, just for the record. Y'all could say y'all hate these bets, and I'm still betting them, okay? Just so we're clear. All right, Justin, give me another college bet. Um, I like Baylor plus four and a half over, over Houston. See, I looked at this game. Um, I stayed away from it, though. Matt Rule's gone. I feel like a lot of players probably flipped. I don't know that for sure. Um, I didn't look into it. Um, I feel like they probably lost recruits. Matt, that that's who it was, right? Matt Rule, he's the one in Carolina now. Yep. Yeah, with Joe Brady. Um, they were really good last year. I who, what? Um, in the Big Twelve, was it the Big Twelve Championship? Did they play Oklahoma? Yeah. Who was the quarterback? Who's their starting quarterback now? Same guy from last year. Is it the same? Charlie Brewer. Charlie Brewer. Okay. No, I like that. Um, but he got hurt. He's didn't a he? tough guy. He got hurt, and then they put in. I think they ended up putting in the third yeah, string. Yeah, he one did point. get hurt. I remember that like crap. A yard touchdown pass. The third string came in and actually yeah. did really well. The yeah. second string guy struggled. Third guy came in and fucking kind of lit it up and kept them in the game. Actually brought them back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. I haven't looked into this at all. I, I got to get my eyes on him before I can take it. But if Charlie Brewer was still there, I mean, he was a really good and, quarterback. Uh, Dave Arenado's there. That is true. I forgot Aranda. Aranda yes. I knew I knew who yeah. you meant. <laughs> I knew Why who you I meant. say Arenado? Nolan Arenado. Okay. Yeah, uh, I figured that's only that's only feasible explanation. Yeah. Um, best third baseman in the history of the game. But Nick, are you on this one? Yep. Are you really? Yeah. Oh shit. Um, let's see. Nick's a big Dave Aranda guy. I like him. Big Dave Aranda guy. I have it at four. Do you? And I have right. seen this game today at three and a half. Did you? Yep. Okay. So, um, look, looking at this game. Houston from last year, obviously, they didn't play as good as they wanted to. They had De'Eric King, who was really coming in for his last season. Uh, after four games, they sucked, and he said, I'm out of here. <laughs> the guy that replaced him, Clayton Toon, played in nine, uh, seven games last year. He threw nine interceptions. Pretty good. That's a problem. Pretty good if you try um, to play bad. But the O-line is returning four or five starters for Houston, which is a little bit worrying because I am going with Baylor here. Um you're a big Their defense guy. wasn't good at all in, in 2019, allowing 468 yards per game, one of the oh worst in, in the country. Jesus. Um, Baylor, on the other hand, Dave Aranda's their head coach. Uh, their offensive coordinator, Larry Fedora, former head coach at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had success early in his tenure there, but uh, in his last two years, I think they might have won one game, and that's when they kicked his ass to the curb and got back <laughs> Brown. <laughs> But, um, look, the big thing here is the quarterback coming back. Charlie Brewer, he's a tough guy. Uh, Before you go further, does Larry Fedora wear a fedora on the sideline? I wish. Does he but not? No, he wears a visor, I'm pretty sure. Okay, how do you how do you have the last – I wish. <laughs> how do you have the last name – oh, okay, breaking news. Uh, Michael Thomas, Saint star wide receiver, expected to miss multiple weeks after suffering a high ankle injury. It is uh, what it is. Still taking the Saints. Uh, still – Big easy bet. Yeah, that's not good, though. I don't love that. But he had three catches. We still dropped four. Where's Antonio Brown when you need him? Yeah. Well, that fucking sucks, dude. Fuck. Um, But, okay, anyway, back to Baylor. Um, I think I was saying something about Charlie Brewer being a tough guy, standing in the pocket. Look, Baylor's offensive line wasn't very good last year, and Charlie Brewer took a lot of hits. But he stood in there, and he took the hits, and he delivered throws when he needed to. Um. Baylor's returning four starters from last year. More experience, they're going to be better at, at protecting the passer. Uh, defense, Baylor was number one in the Big 12 last year. But 
They're only returning two starters. Good news for them is they got Dave Aranda uh, as their head coach, who is one of the best defensive minds in in football. Um, look, I'm just thinking, looking at this game, if I know I'm saying, look, don't go with the first year guys, but uh, there, there's there's a difference here because of the there's eight starters returning on Baylor's offense, including their starting quarterback, who is a senior. Uh, who is returning a lot, and they're also returning a lot of offensive linemen. Um, I think Baylor's defense is going to be able to make enough plays on third down, but possibly force a couple of turnovers to a Houston quarterback who turned the ball over nine times in seven games last year. Um, I'm not got guy going to go with the Bears. Yeah, no, I mean, the loss of Matt Rule is why I stayed away from it. I feel like – but – it, it, Honestly, it, I'm going to be completely honest. I forgot that they got Dave Aranda, so I'll, I'll be completely honest there. Uh, so I that, think it helps that Larry Fedora is on, on this staff because he is a former head coach. So uh, I think that that will be helpful to Dave Aranda, especially Dave Aranda has never been a head coach. Uh, mm-hmm. He's somewhat of a quiet, more strategic type of a of a coach. So uh, I don't know. I, I do think it's big that they have a lot of their leaders from uh, offense. They are losing Denzel Mims, who was their leading receiver last year, but they are returning their quarterback, who, who to me is an impressive player and, and a, a real tough guy. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good pick. So I'm I going think. with Baylor minus four. Over Houston, yeah. I, I mean, would I would get a little bit worried if you get closer to around like five and a half, six points. Um, no, they're, they're, they're dogs. Baylor's four point underdog. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? Pretty sure. No way. If I have them favorites. If, really? If <laughs> Justin's like I'm even better. This shit all fucked up. Um, no, if they're four point underdogs, I, I'll take that. A hundred percent. Let me fact check that real yeah. quick. No, they're favorites. Baylor is. Yes. I don't know why that says that. What the app is that? Which report? No, yeah, they're four point favorites. Gotta use ESPN. Dude. Yeah, ESPN's got them four point favorites. Um, yeah, so I'll stay away. But no, it's still a good bet. I like that bet. Houston wasn't very good with the Eric King last year, and they weren't very good without him. No, yeah, so. they blew it against Tulane. Jalen McCleskey fucking ripped my heart. So out. yeah, it's at around four, four and a half. Um, I verified it on two different apps. Yeah, yeah. Baylor is indeed favorites. Um, yeah, I'm going with Baylor minus four. Okay. Do you have another pick that you're taking? Yeah, I have uh, two more. Two more? Yeah. Right, give me one. Um, FAU favorite five and a half going against Georgia Southern. They still got Lane Kiffin? Nope. No? Where'd he go? Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, we talked about that last episode. <laughs> yeah, look, Lane Kiffin's gone, but that didn't matter in their conference championship or their bowl game where they sm- they uh, smashed UAB in their conference championship, mm-hmm. and then they smashed SMU in the bowl game. Um Willie Taggart's their new head coach from Florida State. They lost their quarterback, Chris Robinson. Um, I just feel like, look, FAU's got a lot of positions to fill. Yeah. And uh, Georgia Southern's a team that run, 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 run. Uh, 284 yards on the ground last week. They were one of the top rushing offenses in the country last year. They were turning eight starters on offense. They did play last week against a team called Campbell. Never heard of them. Like the soup? Yeah. No. No. Um, maybe. <laughs> Pretty sure. I mean, there's only C A M P B E L L. Yes, Campbell. Uh, Campbell soup. Yeah, I don't know how you thought it was spelled, but that's the only way you spell Campbell. I was thinking A L. A L. 
Cam, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the P and the B, man. That's too many. You, you only, you're supposed to pick one or the other. Campbell or Campbell? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, look, their defense was a little bit shaky last week. Um, in their offense, their quarterback made a big play. I just think uh, Georgia Southern's defense is going to come back stronger. Uh, they got a strong running game. I think that they're going to keep this game a lot closer than five and a half points. Unlike FAU, Georgia Southern has players on both sides of the ball that's familiar with their team. FAU hasn't played a game yet. The good D, the strong running game, and experience is going to be enough. I think that they do have a chance to upset a FAU team. Okay, I like it. Justin, you got one more? Yeah, this is actually my big easy bet. Uh, Tulane minus 7.5 over Navy. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I did not watch Tulane last week, but I did watch Navy, obviously, get fucking shit-canned by, like, 50 points. Um, I don't know, though. I don't know. Did you watch Tulane last week, either one of y'all? Um, No, but did they did know. get down early. They did? They came back and won the, um, yeah. against South Alabama. Yeah. Um, That's a thing. That's a reason why... I wouldn't bet Tulane, and I would think about betting Navy here. Uh, I don't expect Navy to suck as bad as they did against no, BYU. Yeah. That that coach, their was... defense is really good. Navy has has a lot of returning players on defense, and I do exp- the thing that worries me and why I'm ultimately not betting Navy is you gotta you gotta fill Malcolm Perry's shoes, and I just don't think that they did. They showed me enough in that BYU game to warrant me to bet on them against Tulane. But if Tulane does get behind early against Navy, it could be a long day for, for Tulane and Tulane betters. Yeah. Because if they get behind against Navy like they did against uh, South Alabama, I don't see them able to yeah. come back. No, I agree. That's the only worry. But if you get up, it's the flip side. The if key you get here. Up, if you get up on them early, they're not going to be able to compete. Another reason why I didn't take Navy is uh, Tulane's defensive line is really good. And I think that's gonna that could play a factor in them yeah, stopping really, that triple option. They had a very good D line. So year. Uh, yeah, that's all. I was leaning and I was thinking about taking Navy in this game as for for bounce back purposes for Navy, um, but um, I'm staying away from it mainly because of Tulane's good defensive line and the question marks at quarterback for Navy. Okay. No. Yeah. I mean, I didn't look into that one too much. I don't know too much about uh, Tulane, so I stayed away. But. So that's that's all you got for college, correct? Uh, just a little small bet I would probably make is um, Cincinnati, probably the first half against Austin P. Uh-huh. I don't know if I like it at thirty four and a half, but they'll smash them. <laughs> yeah, that, I that mean, damn I'm, oat ball. Guy. I should have bet I'm Pittsburgh pretty sure most last high week. school teams are better than Austin P. Yeah, after no. watch, that was the first college game this of is, the year. This is Austin P's final game of the season. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, I forgot about that. That may change things a little bit, but I, I doubt it. But, no, Cincinnati's a good football team. And this is the one that their quarterback was punting, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The quarterback was a better punter than yeah. he was a quarterback. Well, Pittsburgh smacked this team, and I think Cincinnati's better than Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So, But 34.5 is a lot of points. you got to wonder if they'll do what Clemson did. So first half bet could be. You think Cincy's better than Pitt? Yeah. You love Pat Narduzzi. Yeah, but I just think Cincinnati, the, the defense over there is really good. Yeah. And Pittsburgh hasn't been that good for a while. That's disrespectful to Narduzzi. Um, just you—you you said first, first 
half bet. I don't uh, know what the spread is for Clemson half. was like 34, 34 and a half point favorites when this when their game closed last week against Wake Forest. Their first half spread was twenty one, so it'll probably be somewhere for Clemson. It'll probably be somewhere around there, and it, and it did come down kind of close. It was like less than two minutes left, and um, Clemson ended up either kicking a field goal or scoring a touchdown. To, yeah, it was to definitely covered that first half spread. Twenty four zero. Yeah, but then they got the ball back because uh, Wake Forest turned it over, and they were able to kick a field yeah. goal. So it was twenty seven nothing at halftime, but. No, that could be a good bet, especially for the first half, because you do got to worry about players taking um, teams taking their players out down the stretch. But yeah, yeah Austin Peay's not good at all. Yeah, no, and, yeah, they're terrible. Uh, we I saw think that, that they will get smashed by whoever they play. Yeah. All right, who's your last pick? I'm going. Uh, it's a, I'm betting the Wake Forest at NC State game. NC State's favor two and a half points. NC State wasn't very good a year ago. Uh, their quarterbacks aren't good. I'm not sure which one's starting, but they all complete under 50% of their passes. They all suck. <laughs> um, their defense was kind of decent last year. They did decent against the run. They had a fairly good pass rush, but they got problems in the secondary. Um, Wake Forest didn't look as bad as I hoped they would look last week against Clemson. Uh, I was surprised by how good their quarterback was, uh, and I like what I saw from quarterback Sam Hartman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to run a ball better if they want to uh, cover this spread against NC State. I think they will, um, and I like Wake plus two and a half. That's going to be my big easy bet. Okay, I like it. I like it. All right, I'm going to recap my college picks real quick. Y'all can recap yours, and then we'll talk this Michael Thomas news real quick, uh, and then we'll wrap it up. So I, I'm taking Miami plus two and a half over Louisville, and I'm taking the under 64 and a half. I'm taking Duke minus five over Boston College. It's my big easy bet of the week, and then I'm taking Notre Dame minus 26 over USF. Bingo. Justin? Uh, Appalachian State minus four over Marshall. Baylor minus four over Houston. Tulane minus 7.5 over Navy. And Cincinnati, I'll probably do the first half over Austin P. I'll probably do the full game as well just because that was probably the worst college football team I've ever seen. And that is it. Okay. Nick? Um, in the first game on Saturday at 11, I'm going with Baylor minus 4. At 2.30, I got FAU, I got Georgia Southern favored by uh, underdogs, 5.5-point underdogs. <laughs> Georgia Southern's underdogs here. Five okay. five and a half points, I'm going with them. Wait, I thought you were going FAU. No. I said Georgia Southern's going to be able to run the ball, and they got a good defense. Oh, okay. Got a lot of returning players, too. FAU doesn't, and they have new coach. Um, gotcha. At six thirty, I like how you map it out by time. Just so yeah, I go in time because I bet it, I bet the, my favorite game for each time slot basically. Okay, because I'm a, I got to watch football all day on Saturday. <laughs> it sucks when you have a parlay and one of them's late. Well, I hate flipping through it and then I miss something. But yeah. um, anyway, if I really like a, two games in the same time, oh, well, I'll bet them. But <laughs> anyway, back to my picks, Miami. I'm going with Miami against better judgment just because of Derek King. I think the playmaking ability of him is going to be a difference maker in this game. I'm going with Miami plus two and a half. And then as my big easy bet at seven o'clock on the ACC network, I'm taking Wake Forest plus two and a half as well. Okay. I like it. So there you have it. Obviously we sucked ass when it comes to college last week, but we're going to try to bounce back this week. We're going to look to continue the positive trend in the NFL. Um, so, yeah, there you go. 
Um, all right, Michael Thomas is out multiple weeks with a high ankle sprain. Um, how do we feel about that? Anybody? I mean, it sucks, but I still feel <laughs> confident. We have so many weapons. Yeah, yeah, we do. But do we go get Odell Beckham from Cleveland? Because you know he's not happy. I don't Allen know, Robinson's also not happy. That is true. Al- actually, today. Yeah, that Alan, was something yeah. I was looking at. Allen Robinson removed all the information in his bio about the uh, Cleveland, I mean, not Cleveland, about the Chicago Bears, which it's like, I don't understand that. Why don't you just oh, yeah. say you want to leave? Like, why do you got to go, like, you took the time to go delete your pictures in Chicago Bear uniform? Yeah. Like, come no on. head coach is looking at who they follow. Yeah. Nobody, I can guarantee nobody's doing yeah. that. Like, what the fuck? Um, but, yeah, no, that's... Allen Robinson is kind of like that Michael Thomas style of player, I guess. He's like a poor man's, like a homeless man's Michael Thomas. So. Yeah, not nearly as good as a quarterback, though. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, but okay, Allen Robinson or Odell Beckham, if you could choose one, who are you taking? I don't know. That Allen Robinson. All, that's all you got. Okay, he's got Allen Robinson. You got I don't. That all kind of pisses me off. <laughs> I mean, I think Odell's a better uh, player, but uh, he's got character pr- issues. I think so. Yeah, but you can't have character issues with Sean Payton as your head coach and Drew Brees as your quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you look. You saw the Saints were kind of willing to look at Antonio Brown last year, who has the most character issues of any player in the history of the yes, NFL, without a doubt. Um, yeah. I I say Odell. Think think about Michael Thomas. On one side, Odell on the other side, Emmanuel Sanders in the slot, Jared Cook at tight end, Traquan Smith coming in and out. If we want to add in, uh, fucking go four wide receivers, Traquan Smith comes in. What about Harris, too? That's unstoppable. And yeah. and Harris as a fucking X-Factor type come in and, I mean, obviously we're going deep or doing a sweep with Harris. Deep or a sweep, that's what you get with fucking Deontay Harris. But um, I mean, who knows? We might see... This could be a good thing at the end of the day because it might force Sean Payton to be a little bit more creative with the play 100%. calling. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think he do, he's he's going to have to be. He's going to have to use players like Taysom Hill, Deontay Harris, yep. and Alvin Kamara creatively to to be able to move the ball on offense. And um, see, it, it I does, think it will open up another dimension of not relying on Michael Thomas as much as we we have in the past. Yeah, and it does worry me a little bit on the uh, Saints pick over the Raiders. I'm not going to lie with the spread, but. I'm still going to roll with it. I'm still going to have it as my big easy bet. I think we, like Justin said, we have so many weapons. So many weapons. We just got to we gotta figure out how to utilize them and get them involved. Um, yeah, I'll probably end up betting this pick, like, personally, but I'm not going to make it one go of mine. On record, yeah. But, no, I do think it's a good pick because um, Carolina's defense is not very good. Yeah. Um, and the Raiders were able to move the ball on them, but I think that they're going to struggle to move the ball against the Saints. And... Um, the Raiders defense, although it's kind of it's got a few good players, but um, the Panthers were able to move the ball on yeah. them. And I think if the Panthers can move the ball, the Saints can, can move the ball on them. So the ball. Yeah. I do think it's a good bet. Yeah. So I I'd be interested to see if we go try to get a receiver. You know what I mean? Like I don't know yeah. who, I don't know who we would give up. Uh, we could give up Andrews Pete's fat ass for all I care. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't get paid to make those decisions, but. It'll be interesting to see what happens. We may not even go get anybody. We don't need anybody at the end of the day. Yeah, where's Des Bryant, huh? <laughs> Fuck him. Maybe give him another try. No, oh, that ship has sailed. Tony Brown, it's not going to happen yeah. for anybody. He's got an eight-game yeah. suspension to serve once he gets back on the team. Did they come down with that ruling? Yeah, okay. so no team's going to get him. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. Um, Already too many problems. Yeah, 100%. Um, 
All right. That ought to do it. We got anything else before we go? Uh, nuggets or Clippers. Nuggets or Clippers? Hmm. Game seven. I. That's It'd be tough. a tragedy if it wasn't the Clippers and the Lakers in, yeah. the, in the Western Conference Finals. If I had to bet it, like my life depended on it, I mean, you got to go with the Clippers. But I wouldn't mind seeing the Seven nuggets. and a half point favorites. Is that too many points for a game seven? I think so. I think so. I took yeah. Nuggets plus Did whatever you? it was. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would probably take the Nuggets there. But... I don't know. I could see the Clippers come out and just fucking dog walking them, like mm-hmm. setting the tone. But um, let's talk about. We don't even have to talk about it, but let's just mention the Heat. I, we established. I posted it. You you were in disagreement with my Heat pick. Yeah, I, I did. I did see that sound clip, and I was kind of laughing at myself because I was like, totally didn't buy that at all when you said it. But a few weeks ago, here we are, fucking Heat. Four four wins away from cashing in on a. I think it, I don't even know what it was at. Like. Plus a thousand something. It was around that. Um, I, I have to double check, but to win the East. Um, all right. Episode fifty four, Big Easy Bets, brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network. Go check out the website, Facebook page, uh, Twitter, all of that. We got another Dave Devours episode in the works coming probably this weekend. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, one word before we go. What do you got to say? It can be anything. Um. <laughs> okay. One word before we go. What do you got to say? It can be anything. Dude, <laughs> he was supposed yeah, was, to go. So off guard. Um, wait. Um, this is literally supposed to be like first thing the post. Just say a word, and yeah. then I'll say something that relates to it. Yeah. <laughs> need a better college football week. I don't know. That was a sentence, but <laughs> better. Yeah. Uh, fuck the cyclones. If All we're right. going with sentences. All right, that wraps up episode fifty-four. Y'all have a good one. Who that? We do. We do.